Hi, and welcome to Cheap Ass Gamer 4 Play, episode number 57. It's November 24th, 2000. It's not that day. <laughs> it's time for some foreplay for your cheap ass. Tag foreplay, starting the shipwrecks. Mr. Shipwreck. And I'm Brother Host Shipwreck. Are we ready to talk some video games? We are ready to talk video games. But first, that was almost to... a sentence I spit out there. <laughs> I, I just have to gloss over your, your almost sentences because if we stopped at every almost sentence, we'd have a lot of editing. Yeah, I don't like editing. Let's, let's go with that. Okay. So last episode, um, I mentioned that we didn't have any video game ornaments, and Gillespie pointed out that Hallmark has a Pac-Man arcade cabinet ornament. Which was pretty cool. Yeah, he picked that up, and it looks like something we'll have to get to because it makes all kinds of like little arcade noises and everything. We don't have any video game ornaments, so. So sad. It is sad. Um, we also got a PM in the, th- or not a PM, but a message in the threads about Thongzi was wondering what else Mr. Shipwreck did in home besides the cabbage patch. He said, for the first week or so, I was in on it every day dancing around or bowling with other people. My friend and I would run around and just mess around, forming large dancing groups or acting weird and crazy to everybody. Yeah, um, so in addition to the cabbage patch, I did the running man, and then I turned it off. I I just don't have that much interest in home, and right now there's not much to do in there. Um, I can't really comment because it's very difficult for me to get on with the PlayStation Network because it's always everything's always under your account, and I'm just a sub. Yeah, you're a sub account. I I think you could get on there and make a a home avatar if you really wanted to, but I don't know how to do the Cabbage Patch or the Running Man in real life, and I don't really need to do them in the video game realm, so. I'm going to stick to my Lego Batman. Okay. Game Interface wrote us a long and well-thought-out PM, which we enjoyed reading. Uh, And just to take a snippet um, in response to the personal trainer cooking, what if Kaplan, the SAT prep folks, started releasing test review packages for the DS? I think there is a cusp that the DS exists on where, if given the right momentum, it could be seen not just as a gaming device, but as a very affordable personal electronic device of various functions from adults to kids. Kind of like the leapfrog, but for college age. That was quite a run-on sentence. That rivals some of mine right there. Well, it was, but the point of it is good in that the you could have GRE prep a quote game you can have mcat prep games i mean you can make a ton of money because i personally know that before we took the our um boards for vet school Mm -hmm. a former vet student at penn state i believe had come out with a multiple choice program that had banks of thousands of questions that were previous board questions or known board questions or practice board questions. And you went through and took a test, and it kind of told you what you needed to work on. And then you could just go through and take practiced 
test upon practice test, and it was $175. Wow. And that, that, well, that's, that's about I don't right. know one person that didn't buy it, yeah, that didn't okay. buy, buy a vet prep. Well, they do make some of these SAT programs already for the DS. We've covered some in the past. There's like My SAT Coach, I think, is one, and there's somebody else's SAT. There's like two different SAT ones right. that I know we've covered in the past. And this week is another one of these, I don't know, ed, educational titles, mm-hmm. I guess, is textbooks. I, I think, don't know. I think as this generation of gamers you're now getting to the point where even kids young kids have ds's and know how to use them and you can you'll really start to hit the point where all those same kids that have their ds's are going to be going to college and and doing taking you know all kinds of standardized tests that you could totally you could have act you could have sat yeah the one that's coming out this week we'll talk about it a little bit later is uh driver's ed there's a game for the driver's ed. Driver's ed portable, I believe, is the name of it. See, that's I think that's a great idea. I think that's an untapped market. Uh, it's getting tapped pretty quickly. Yeah. Heavily. Kaplan really needs to come out with some games because they're sitting on a gold mine there. Because half of Kaplan is the name. What about like a Cliff Notes? Oh yeah, you could totally have Cliff Notes programs with all the all the. Yeah, all the classic literature that yeah. you don't really want to read. Exactly, Cliff Notes could. Have that on there, and you include the book and untamed. a Jeopardy stat, a Jeopardy studying guide, something to prepare you to go on quiz shows. Okay, now you're reading my fun facts coach, maybe. Okay, stop. <laughs> was that last week or this? That week? was last week. Okay, no. Uh, down with the ships. What have we been playing? You have been playing banjo kazooie nuts and bolts. Yeah, I talked about that briefly last week, but now I'm starting to get more into the game, so I can comment on it a little bit more. Um, I like it a lot. I like the fact that it makes me feel like I'm cheating the game when I start like building things, like stacking boxes up to get to places that I don't think I'm actually supposed to get to. But I think the game just makes me feel like I'm being intelligent there and trying to cheat it. Really, they intend. Really, they intend you to to, like build helicopters and just fly around the levels. And the levels are huge. The levels are huge, which. I was talking to Wombat about this earlier today. My biggest gripe with it is that it's Rare does a great job of like capturing that old uh, platforming sense of, hey, I want to go do all these different tasks, and I get that right. task, and then I get my my star or my jiggy uh, or piece, whatever, whatever, whatever right. you're trying to get in your platformer. They do a great job of, of doing that and giving you that old-style gameplay. But then there's so many areas where they could like modernize it a little bit, like take some shortcuts out of there. Um, when you get these jiggies from all the mm-hmm. levels, you then they go into these little machines outside of the level doors. Right. And you have to drive them back. Then you have to get them out of that machine, drive them back to the center of the uh, showdown town, which is the hub world, which is huge. Right. Then you have, you have to drive them all the way back to the main bank. There's a lot of busy work. Why do you have to do that? It should just go there. It should just go. There's no other use for these jiggies to go anywhere else. Right. They know I'm going to take them there. They just want you to. They just want to me to do take it. it. I think it's because of the driving aspect of the game. It gives you one more thing to do with your car. But I don't want to do that. I was well, right there by the door where I had all my missions at. Now I have to drive these jiggies all the way back so I can I'm, open up another door and drive all the way back there. Just, now there are like little warp points or whatever, right, but but not enough that make you feel like 
the world isn't huge. I mean, because it, and that would probably, I, I mean, I haven't played it. I've watched you play it because I don't really like the driving aspect of it. But um, definitely, I think the worlds are almost too open. Well, I, I, I don't mind the worlds being too open. Like, aren't there times when you think, am I missing like a whole, like, there were several times when you were playing that you'd all of a sudden come upon an area that you're like, okay, I, I, I've never been here before and I have well, no idea where it is. Well, that's mainly and I have the, no idea how to get back. That's mainly the showdown town, the hub world. Okay. All the other worlds, you go into them and, and then they're they, more confined. They're, well, they're still pretty big and they're really well designed, like, the way everything like uh, kind of like wraps in and around itself with tunnels. They're very and, like, vertical too. Yeah, like... yeah, they do a great job on that. Uh, when you go in to do your missions on the map, your little mini map down at the bottom, it'll show mm-hmm. you where the person is that you're just, you're going to try to do a challenge for. Oh, okay. so you can just kind of use your map and get. So to that them. gives you some guidance. Yeah. Well, you've been playing a lot of that and have been really excited by it. You picked that game up on Amazon. Yeah, it was really cheap. It was. $37, and then it went as low as $26 last week. And then we've also been playing a lot of Lego Batman. Yeah, we finally got into that. I I wanted to play something, what was it, Saturday night? And I was like, all right, well, this is what we've got that's two-player. Uh, and I like it. Yeah. Uh, Same anything... gripes with the Lego games. Is that when you're playing with two players, occasionally the camera gets a little wonky and you get somebody that gets stuck somewhere or... Somebody else falls off a platform, and then, you know, all of a sudden you have no idea where either of you are. But it's good. It's got a lot of replay value. Well, they, they put that in there because they make you play the <laughs> you same have to level play the two same or three times. 18 times with all the different characters to get everything. And even then, you probably need the guide. No, you don't need the guide for these games. We're not going to need the guide to find all the red bricks? No. We, we always find them these without looking up a guide or anything. I think the only time we've had to look up... We had to look up half of them in Indiana Jones. No, the only one we had to look up was one of the bonus levels on one of the Lego missions because it was the one where you were, like, activating all these, like, fans and everything, and we didn't realize you could turn the fan twice. I don't remember if... I think that was Indiana Jones. And there was, like, a wall that blew dust off of, and then we did the first one, but then you could turn the fan again, and it would blow something else down. But all the main levels, we've never had trouble finding stuff. We've never had trouble finding... We've had to look up some of those Star Wars red bricks. Nah, I'm smarter than that. No, we did. I distinctly remember you having to use the guide and looking up red bricks in the second Star Wars game. You can't prove it. No, only because your hard drive died and I don't have all your history to go back and look. But otherwise I could. Because you, you, you did. All right, moving on, you also got guitar praise. I did. I got guitar praise. Uh, thank, thank you to who sent Trabahaba. it? Trabahaba. Yes. Trabahaba, well, he didn't send it to me. He, but he, he contacted Digital up. Praise, and Digital Praise sent me a review copy of it. And so I have been playing guitar praise, which uh, if you do not know what that is or cannot guess from the name, it is a Guitar Hero-like game, but with Christian rock bands. Yes. Um, and I did not realize it was both PC and Mac compatible, which I was happy because then I didn't have to go downstairs and fix my PC. Right. I could just plug it in. It works great on just my uh, my MacBook laptop. And it's what you would expect. It's not it's not to the same quality as like a Guitar Hero or Rock Band or anything. Right. The note tracking is actually pretty good. 
It feels like you're getting a rhythm to the songs and everything. Um, the weird thing about it is, I guess this is, makes it easier to make the game. They don't. You're not actually playing the guitar track that's in the song. You are playing a guitar track on top of the song with a different sounding guitar. If oh. that makes sense, you can like unlock five or seven different kinds of guitar sounds. Yeah. But so when you mess up, it makes just like this big sound effect type of thing over top rather than having the song cut out. Yeah. Because the song is still constantly playing in the background. Yeah, that's probably difficult for them to maybe separate all the tracks Yeah, they out. probably didn't use the master tracks. They probably got just the WAV file or the MP3 of the probably song. Probably cheaper. And then put it on top of it. Right. Um, which, it's okay. It's not ideal, but it gets the job done. Um, the song sa- the, like song selection, eh, it's it, it's the same as any Guitar Hero rock band. There's going to be songs that you like. There's going to be songs you don't like. Of course, if you don't like Christian music at all, then you're really not going to have any Anything. interest. Right. Um, but for what it is, a game for like youth groups or... Is there Five Iron in it? Five Iron Friends is not in there. I just unlocked the Caveman's Call song. Uh, the way the unlocks work is you have to get uh, three out of every five songs, and then it unlocks the next five There's songs. No five iron. No five iron frenzy. No, uh, their record label went under, mm-hmm. so I'm not sure how that licensing works now. Right. Um, but it does the job okay. The guitar is pretty good. It's a wireless USB guitar, so I think I'll be able to use it for other PC games and Mac yeah, games. That's pretty cool, though. That. They sent it to you. That was really nice. Enough. Yeah, I'll, I'll write up a review before it uh, at some point here. Speaking of reviews, how's your review releasing going? You you had said Friday, Saturday, Sunday, um, and you got one out on Saturday that was supposed to come out on Friday. I never said what week. <laughs> <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, legendary review will be going out uh, if not tomorrow, the next day. Okay. Um, and then shortly after that, it'll be Metal Slug. Both of those are in process reviews. Okay. Um, all right, shopping. We have not bought anything because it's the Christmas season and we're done buying things for ourselves to play and on to buying Christmas presents for family. Yeah, that's why we make lists and give them to other people. Right. And then other people go out and bring us stuff. We did make lists. Although that Pac-Man ornament was not on your list. I did not know about it. It's too late. We'll probably have to buy that on our own. Yeah. But we'll make do. Uh, the contest from the last episode, we ga- we um, had a contest for Half-Life 2 Episode 1 for PC on Steam, courtesy of Gillespie, uh, and the contest was, what game have you been meaning to play and just never gotten around to, and what's your excuse? And the winner is Renaissance2k, who wrote, it's funny that Shipwreck mentioned Half-Life 2 as the game he never got around to. I've started the original Half-Life, or Half-Life Source, a dozen times and always get stuck at the same part about an hour into the game, but never got past that point. I can tell it's a sensational game, even ten years later, but I always drop it for something else. So does he get stuck at a point, or does he just, like, about an hour into the game lose interest to play something well, else? Well, if, if it's like me, and I, I kind of wrote up something like this in the thread, and I quite I can't quite figure it out yet, but maybe, mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe you'll have some insight into this. Um, if I know the game is supposed to be great, mm-hmm. I like to have the time and, like, to mindset invest to it. invest in it. So if I play an hour of it and I'm not, like, hooked into it, I feel like it's something wrong with how I'm like how I am like right then. Maybe you've got too many distractions and you can't. Well, maybe your I'm full just time to it. Yeah, maybe I'm just not feeling like playing this right now. 
Like, I want to play it when I think I'll get the, like, full satisfaction out of it. Like, know that it's a AAA game. But maybe I just don't like Half-Life 2. I don't know. Maybe, since you don't have time. I mean, yes, ideally, you would be in every great gaming frame of mind to play all the games. But maybe you should just suck it up and play it, so then you can have Oh, I need to. I I need to just get through it one time. Maybe that that good mindset's never going to come. That's what I feel, yeah. But I, I think it's, it's kind of a stigma the AAA titles have with me, is that I'll play other like smaller releases because I just feel like playing something and not really paying attention too much, rather than getting like really into one of these great titles. But I don't know. We have listeners that do the same thing and listeners that only play AAA titles too because after uh, all that Legendary talk last week, uh, right. a few people would had said uh, they wouldn't even touch the game for, like, $5 or, or whatever like that. Yeah. And then I'd looked at their um, their previously played games on Xbox right. or PlayStation Network. Absolutely. And it's obvious they had no interest in it to begin with. Well, it's just like walking into a bookstore. I mean, there's a lot of stuff to choose from, and you've got to go with whatever catches your eye initially. And right. sometimes it's just all the games that get a lot of hype. And that's yeah, that's okay. That's fine. I, then at you'll least have a... you know your chances of playing crap are slim. Yes, a lot slimmer than mine. <laughs> right, right. But I enjoy playing crap, too. So, <laughs> Okay, so let's talk, speaking of, let's talk about releases. The games week. from this week. Excellent. <laughs> That's a good good segue right there. Um, for the Wii, Neopets Puzzle Adventure got pushed again. This is a puzzle RPG game uh, based on Othello, and I took, got a lot of slack for ne- having never played Othello. I, I just never did. Yeah. Actually, I don't think it got pushed this week. The Wii version is coming out this week. Last week was the DS, the DS and the version. week before that was the PC or something. I don't okay. know. It keeps on showing up on the list. Well, it's on the list again this week, and a lot of Puzzle Quest fans should check this game out because it looks to be a pretty solid title. I think I'd go with the DS version, though. Not really something I want to be winging it up with. Really? Yeah, that's a portable game for me. I like puzzles yeah. on the portable games. Like, That's true. Okay. Uh, Story Hour Adventures and Story Hour Fairy Tales? Yes, uh, I covered these. Uh, these are two interactive storybook games. One of them is for boys. That's the adventure one. And one of them is for girls. That's the fairy tales one. Um, although I think the adventures one would be fine for girls as well. And if your boys like Cinderella and Snow White and Rapunzel, then whatever. that's good for them too. Okay. Um, yeah, I... How do you feel about stuff like this? Like this is these are those games that are attempting to bridge the leapfrog gap to the the Wii or the DS because it's very it's not a different audience the leapfrog. I mean that's it's an edutainment, but it's also geared at the same audience. So those people already have Wiis mostly, and they might as well be putting out games like this for them. Yeah, and to be clear, when I say Cinderella and Snow White, I mean the public domain versions of those. Right, not not the Disney, not version. the Disney versions. Right, but they're only fifteen dollars each. Okay, so moving on to Word Jong Party, which is a letter-based mahong game, and it's you it's kind of like scrabble in that as you take the tiles off you try and spell words it's kind of like bookworm then for yeah but but it's they're all stacked on each other right but i understand they're stacked on each other but it's kind of that same thing they'd have to be like 
You have right. to be able to move them off, right? Yeah, you have to be able to take them. Like, they have to be playable tiles, just like if you were playing Mahong or Mahjong, however you say that. Um, and you get points for the letters, you know, however many letters you... Yeah, I think I would like that. I think there's a DS version of this, too, though, either yeah. coming out or had already been out. Yeah, it, no, I think it's a pretty good game. 30 it, bucks. Eh. I don't see how they get screwed up too badly if you like word games. Yeah. Uh, it There's like, like power-ups and attacks, and if you make really long words, you can get attacks to drop on the person you're playing against. But it's local multiplayer only. Uh, I'd never play the multiplayer. It would strictly be a... No, but I'm just throwing that out there. Yeah. Okay. DS. Build a lot. Um, this is another casual PC game that is getting ported over to the DS. Uh, you uh, build houses and buy lots of land. As in lots, I mean like tracts of land. L-O-T-S. Well, that's spelled They're the same way. <laughs> Crap. <laughs> yeah, no, I gotcha. Like okay. a, a parcel. Yes. That is also another name for it. Yes. Um, so you build your houses, you research new blueprints, you upgrade your houses. Um, all of this is try to increase your rent and get you money, so you have to meet like certain goals in each level before the timer runs out. I played a little bit of it um, on a demo the great thing about all these casual games getting ported to the DS is you can play all of them for free, at least a demo of them, on your PC or your Mac. Mm-hmm. Um, it seemed fine. It seemed like a fun little uh, standard kind of resource management, deciding what you want to do with stuff. I wonder if I'd like it. I liked Keflings a lot. Oh, you can try it out. I haven't uh, deleted the demo yet. It's not as good as Keflings. Okay. But it's it's Okay. Okay. $20. Kate West, The Vanishing Files, is a um, point-and-click adventure game that's kind of like an I Spy sort of thing that looked good. Uh, so that did that get pushed? Yeah, that was supposed to come out last weekend. It okay. got pushed this week. Might get pushed again. You can never tell. Driver's Ed Portable? Yeah, I mentioned this earlier. It's got a bunch of lessons and tests and little activities to help you uh, learn how to obey the laws the law. of the road. Sweet. And it works for all 50 states and I believe even the provinces in Canada and some countries in Europe. Some countries in Europe, probably where they drive on the right side of the road. Well, I I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Well, it wouldn't make sense to explain how to make turns and stuff if you're... Well, it could have all that different information It could. That's true. Because they have to have all the different signs in there if it's for Europe as well. That's true. Okay, Left Brain, Right Brain 2, another DS game. This is um, a game that's supposed to help you become ambidextrous, so use both your left and your right hand. I remember this. And also use your left and right brain. Uh, That's as far as I got. Yeah. Eh. (laughs) It's another, like, brain age type thing where... Yeah, but then you take tests and see if you've supposedly gotten more ambidextrous, and I'm... Oh, anyway. same, yeah, same type of thing. Slingo Quest is a, another Deja preview that's a PC game that got ported to the DS, and it's slots and bingo, so we're moving on. Sonic Unleashed, I talked about. This could, is it, it didn't get pushed again, right? No, or no, it's... now it's for the PS3. Okay. If you see a... Most of the releases this week are either games that got pushed back and we've already talked about, or games that we've already talked about... That have been out on other systems already. Which Sonic Unleashed is the newest Sonic game that's kind of a 3D 
platformer, but it varies between um, Sonic on rails during the day and Sonic as a werewolf who has button mashing powers at night. That's pretty yes, much all. Mashing powers. <laughs> all in um, a nutshell. Uh, so now the big release this week for the PlayStation 2. Shin Megami Tensei Persona 4. That is a big release. That is on so the Christmas list. The, it's kind of sad that the big release this week is a PlayStation 2 game. Last gen console game. That's the big release. It is, but that that's how it is. I mean, this is one of the last big games for the PlayStation 2. Okay. Um, it is... It differs a lot from Persona 3 in some ways. In other ways, it's, of course, similar. Um, you no longer... Well, I'm going to get into those <laughs> it, now. It differs in some ways, and in some ways, it's similar. Wow, yeah. enlightening. Yes. Well, you no longer shoot yourself in the head okay, that's to, uh, <laughs> to invoke your uh, personas, right? which are your spells or your creatures that you cast out. Um, so now you just... You have, like, cards that you play, but you just, like, cast them like a spell in battle. Okay. So more traditional, well, I mean, it's pretty much the same thing as shooting yourself in the head, but you're not shooting yourself in the head. Right. Okay. Similar, but dissimilar. <laughs> Got it. I'm following your logic here. Okay. Um, it's kind of like shooting yourself in the head, the whole card thing. Yes, yes. I can totally see the similarities. <laughs> exactly. Um, the, I hope you've got more for this review. <laughs> oh, I do. I'm going to repeat that a okay. couple more times and we'll be done. Okay. Uh, no, the graphics look amazing for a PlayStation 2 game. Um, they're anime-looking, but it's the more adult-style anime. Not the cartoon. Not the big doughy-eyed. Right. Uh, it's the... Doughy-eyed. Doughy-eyed. Not doughy. <laughs> they're not the Pillsbury Doughboy. Doughy-eyed, as in like a deer. A doe in the, yeah. deer in the headlights. Yeah. Having the pr- Having the... That means they're squishy. Squishy eyes. I don't ever want to have doughy eyes. That's awful. We saw a cat today, had doughy eyes. That one had to come out. And it now just has one non-doughy eye. <laughs> Not a good thing. Right. <laughs> so, now that so now that we've thoroughly disgusted our listeners. let's Okay, sorry. So, so the premise of the game is that the main character, the protagonist, mm-hmm. um, he goes to a rural, rural. That is a hard word to say. Why did he even say that? I'm not, I wasn't even going to make fun of you for that. Out in the country, it's a right. tough word, especially yeah. since I don't pronounce my L's well because the wombat makes fun of me every week for that. Yes, well, um, we're giving wombat lots of fodder. Yeah, uh, so it takes place out in the country where the last persona was in a major city. You go out there, and there's a murder mystery. Uh, they find this person just like hanging upside down from some telephone wires. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's no, they're trying to figure out what the cause of death was or whatever. And people start disappearing and everything. Turns out there's this alternate universe in the town inside of the TVs. Sweet. Yes. So you and your little group of broody teenagers, mm-hmm. uh, you get together and you start figuring out your weaknesses and your different, like, character faults or traits or whatever, and those manifest into your magical powers or personas. Okay. Um, and you go into the TVs at night to fight these demons and rescue these people because it all depends on the weather now. And so as soon as the weather out in the outside world turns to fog, the shadows inside the TV kill the person that they have kidnapped, and then shoot them back out into the real world. 
or on the telephone line. Well, that's in the real world. Yes. Right. Yes, wherever. So it's an interesting storyline. You also have, during the day, you're still going to school, and you have after-school clubs and activities that you interact with other people, and that's how you build your friendships and all that type of stuff. Um, It's got – it's very Japanese. So all the music, all the dialogue and everything, even though it's been translated into English, it still has that very distinct – Japanese like kind of culture to it okay. so sounds good yeah it sounds really good uh, it looks like it's gonna get great reviews I'm sure and people do like RPGs like they should go out and get this game hopefully somebody buys it for you from your Christmas list I hope so uh, PSP Dungeon Maker 2 The Hidden War uh, this is a RPG Real-time RPG simulation hybrid where you have RPG elements where you're fighting. Um, Again, it's real-time battle. And then you also have simulation where you create your own dungeons to explore. So I don't quite understand it because I've never played one of these games Is this the one? There was something like this where you made dungeons to attract monsters. I honestly, I don't know. There's tasks and you you have quests, you have weapons, lots of stuff to find and power ups and it looks fun, and it sounds like it would be fun. I haven't played the first one, so I really yeah. am not too familiar. But, I mean, I, it looks interesting to me. Well, Amazon has it on sale for $23. It's usually 30 so. It, I mean, it looked pretty interesting. I don't play the PSP a lot, but um, it, look, it looks interesting. Eh, f- fair enough. Uh, I'm sure somebody will chime in on that one some more. Yeah, somebody can Let us know how, how it is. Um for the 360, again, this is another Deja Preview. It is Winter Sports 2, the next challenge. A collection of Winter Sports games that uh, did not score so well the first time around. And then for the PC, we've got a couple of Deja Previews. Prince of Persia and Tale of Despero are both coming to the PC this week. Yeah. Uh, on the DL, we've got a lot of downloadable stuff this week. Uh, Bruiser and Scratch is a new WiiWare game that is being released by uh, Steel Penny Games, who are some people that left Naughty Dog. Oh, okay. worked on Jack and yeah. started their own company. So this is their first release, I think, and it's um, a puzzle game where you have these big blocks that you move around like a... A level, a, a, almost like it looks like a platform level, but you know it's really well done, and you're moving these blocks around with these two characters, Bruiser and Scratch, a cat and a dog. I was gonna guess that. Yeah, um, and you meet other characters along the way, and I tried to get the demo or the trailer to work on my computer, and it, it something's wrong with the flash on my computer, and it crashed and it died. Um, Okay. So I only got screenshots, which made it difficult to kind of tell exactly how the gameplay worked, but it looks good. It's definitely a beautiful art style. It's really well done. It's kind of, you know, storybookish looking. It doesn't look like Jack and Daxter, so if that's what you're expecting. Well, for $10, I wouldn't expect it to. Um, but it looks good. I mean, it, it looks good. And, you know, it's a puzzle game. We like puzzle games, so. Okay. Is it a, could you tell what age range it was going for or anything? No. Okay. Not young. I mean. Yeah, just the name. It doesn't exactly. It's supposed to be family friendly, though. So I'm guessing it's probably one of those one age fits all kind of, one game fits all kind of things. Okay. Uh, The only thing that I didn't like is I don't, 
I don't remember. Perfect. Uh, moving on. <laughs> no, I don't think there wasn't anything on this one. Nope, that was another game. Sorry. Okay. I'm getting confused. I previewed a lot of games. Yeah, uh, kind of. We made little previews. Uh, Hockey All-Star Shootout is also coming for WiiWare, which is a $5 um, two-player penalty shootout game. I mean, all you're doing is... It's like, just the penalty part? Yeah, just the penalty part. It's not where, hockey? No, it's just like... For $5, on, you just... One-on-one on one versus the goalie. And then it has some other mini-games like where you're shooting at targets and then seeing how fast you can hit the puck. Okay, how fast you can chuck that Wiimote right at your TV. Check. <laughs> also coming to the Wii on the virtual console. Yay, Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Not that one. No? <laughs> it's, what? It's you're thinking a, of the Genesis one. It's not the Genesis Sonic 2? No, this is the Sega Master System one, which also... Which is not yay? Well, it's okay. Mm. It's not as good as the Genesis version. It is the same one that was on the Game Gear. So you might have played a little bit of that. Yeah, I did. Um, you got to the crab boss and then died, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, apparently it's a little bit better on Master System, like being able to get past that boss, because the screen was shrunk for the Game Gear. Like they, not only was the screen smaller, but they actually cut some off the sides oh. to get the right aspect ratio and everything. Um, but it's an okay game. It's $5 on here. The thing is, if you really want a bunch of Sonic games... Just go get the Sonic Gems collection, which has all the weird, like, non-mainstream Sonic games. Yeah. But that has, like, uh, Sonic CD, which is a great game. It's got all of, I think, the Game Gear games on there, or at least most of them. Um, hmm. So I would go that route. Versus the $5 for the one game. Yeah, and then you're not taking up space on your, on your Wii. Uh, Meteos Wars. This was a game that we played Meteos a little bit. I kind of remember. That was a DS game originally, uh, made by the same people who did uh, Luminous, right? Uh, Q Entertainment, and this is a port to the Xbox Live Arcade. It's ten dollars. Um, it basically looks like the same kind of game style. I think they've added a couple modes. Um, I'm not really sure what those add to the game, but you're moving around blocks. Once you match up three of them, uh, these little Rocket platforms raise the blocks up to the top of the screen, and then you just keep on matching blocks. Block matching, got it. Power up forever. Oh, this is the game. <laughs> um, what is this? Like this is a it's a it's a twin stick space shooter. Okay. From top, like I guess you'd call that two D because it's above. Yeah. Okay. Um. It it's on the plus side. It's beautiful. The game looks nice. It's really artsy, and it's got really different color schemes for every um, level. And the power-up forever part is that as you defeat enemies, you take you power up your ship, and your ship gets bigger, so you're able to kill larger enemies. So your ship constantly is growing, almost. Okay. It's the whole power-up forever. The bad part, number one, the name is stupid. <laughs> well, that that is actually, I don't know. It's got a very video gamey name Power to it. Up forever, like. I, I don't know. I didn't. I don't. I don't know. I didn't like it. Two, the what, the downfall that I really see is that um, there is not online multiplayer or local multiplayer. There's no multiplayer. Okay. Which for this kind of a game, I mean, part of the reason why Geometry Wars and Shred Nebula did you know are fun is because you can get on there and play with other people. 
Well, Geometry Wars, you don't play with other people. You uh, just compare your scores, so it's like you're comparing. Like, right. It's, but you know what I mean. There's none of that. Yeah. So. Uh, I just looked up a screenshot of this just to have an idea. It looks a lot like the same art style from Shred Nebula, or uh, it reminds me a lot of Mutant Storm Reloaded, at it's least a nice graphically. Game. I mean, yeah, it, it looks like it's supposed to look like parasites nice and amoebas, and you know, I don't know, they kind of look like bugs to me. But anyway, it, it looks good. I mean, you know, I can make fun of the name, but it, it doesn't look like a bad game. And how much is it? It's ten dollars. I'll try the demo on Wednesday. Yeah, that's what you should do. Is try the demo and. Um, last week there were four PSP games that came out on the PSN. Okay. Uh, PlayStation Network. Right. Um, and as always, those are kind of hard to cover. Come on, Sony. Just give me, like, every Monday I get an email from Microsoft and Nintendo telling me what's coming out in the week. Makes it nice and easy. Sony, they like to keep you guessing. <laughs> but last week, um, Archer McLean's Mercury came out. These are all okay. $10. I remember that one. That was the Marble Madness type of thing where you're uh, moving around the things of Mercury. The right, little... they can join and you can separate them. Yeah, and yeah. you like mix them in colors and stuff right. like that. Not a bad game, but you can buy the UMD version of it for $6 used at GameStop. So I, I would just go for the retail version of it, I guess. Um, also, Brain Challenge, which I think is officially out on everything now. Okay. Um, and there was also Everyday Shooter, okay. which you remember that one. Yeah. That was the one which had a very modern art style to it. It was a twin-stick shooter on right. PlayStation 3. Yeah. Um, and when you shoot, like, it makes little guitar noises and everything when you hit stuff and explodes. Yeah, and you hit the... it was very distinct. Yeah, it's it's a very cool game. Um, I don't know that I want to play it on the PSP. It does lend itself to the PSP decently because it has eight-way shooting. So you don't really need a second analog stick. You can kind of get that with the buttons. Right. Um, and also there was Super Stardust Portable, another twin-stick shooter. We got a lot of twin-stick shooters out this week. Yes. Uh, yeah, That. no kidding. Um, I don't know, understand how this one works on the PSP, quite frankly. I don't think it would be nearly as good a, as an experience because it really used the twin-sticks. Like, it was a really good yeah. at, like, being able to flip around real quick and you're going around... It's the one where you go around the spherical yeah. planets and everything yeah. while you're shooting. And there's a lot going on on the screen. So it seems a little bit difficult. Yeah, I think I'll just stick with the PS3 version of both of these. They're both great games, but I don't think I need a portable version of them. And then Luminous Supernova. Yeah, that is coming out this week, I believe. I don't know how much it's going to cost. Guessing. Yeah, <laughs> uh, It's coming out for the PS3. And it is another version of Luminous, the great uh, music puzzle game. Yeah, um, Luminous was fun. They added a new mode, which pretty much you start off the screen with most of it filled, and you have to work back down to getting Nothing. all those blocks off the screen. That's Nothing cool. like too amazing there. I mean, that's you been know, done in pretty much every puzzle different. game. And they have a little big planet skin in there built in. So nice. Yep. Hopefully they don't screw you over like they did on the 360 where they sold everything piecemeal and it added up. Like mm. You only bought part of the game and you had to buy another expansion and another expansion. Mm. Yeah, that's not fun. I don't like piecemeal. So that's what we have for this week. It's kind of a quick show, but there's not too much coming out the weeks before Christmas. No, all the big releases are out. Uh, this is just the stuff that's kind of trickling out. Uh, it is nice to see we can rely on like downloadable content now. Like, in past years, 
before this system, this generation of systems, there weren't these little downloadable content games to kind of like fill in the release schedule. Right. Yeah. So you still have some quality uh, DLC coming out in addition to Persona Four. Absolutely. Well, um, yeah, we'll wrap up the show then. As always, we're sponsored by GoDaddy. Get $96 in free extras with your domain name from GoDaddy.com. Each domain includes free hosting with a website builder, a free blogcast, complete email, and much more. Plus, as a listener of the CAGcast or CAG4Play, you can enter the code GAMER1, that's G-A-M-E-R-1, and get your .com name for just $7.49 a year. Some restrictions apply. See their site for details and get your piece of the internet at GoDaddy.com. As always, leave us uh, reviews on iTunes. Yes, please. Check out the CAGcast, which is a Wednesday night fixture. Wednesday morning. Wednesday. It comes out Wednesday morning or they record it Wednesday they, morning? It comes out Wednesday mornings usually now. Okay. Wednesday morning. Check that out. Uh, check us out in written form at CheapAssGamer.com. And if you have questions or comments, you can email us at shipwrecks at cheapassgamer.com or foreplay at cheapassgamer.com. And um, we also accept PMs as well. Yes, that, that is an acceptable form of communication. <laughs> that is, it is acceptable. Unless my box is full, then they will get rejected. Then just email me. Why don't you just delete your box? Oh, I do, but sometimes it, gets, it fills up quickly. Well, you're that popular, huh? My <laughs> box never fills up. That's so sad. Oh, yeah, I'm crushed. Yes. <laughs> I just manage my, my you know, mail You know, we, we we didn't have a chance to play those uh, those vet games yet from Legacy Interactive. No, we'll do that we'll this week. We'll have to do that this week. Sure. So, yeah. Well, yeah, because I'm sure that um, they're anxiously awaiting my thoughts. Well, actually, yes, I'm sure they are. But uh, Legacy Interactive sent me an email today asking me uh, if we got the games and everything. So Good. So we'll play them. Yeah, we okay. should play them. So now you're making your sloth-like reviews my issue. I'm behind <laughs> on my reviews now. It's contagious. Anyway, be looking for ship's reviews this week. Yes, those will be out soon. We'll see you next week. Bye. Guitar phrase. Spinner notes look like normal notes that are spinning in a circle as they fall. Solid rock. Select song sets if you want to change the song. Strum up or down to change. You must complete three out of the five songs in your last set to open the next set of five songs.
Rock starts here. Hey,